Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week we talk about being numb. So so before we get too deep into this conversation about like numb or being numb, we mean that emotionally, we have to acknowledge I've got a little bit of a cold yeah. and I can't say the word dumb without <laughs> numb. Numb. I love how your disclaimer too. We mean that emotionally, not like if you're just numb, if your feet or hands are numb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Not this podcast. That's not what yeah, we're talking about. Exactly. Um, so, uh, but that is what we're talking about. We're talking about that concept of someone being emotionally numb or numbing themselves out emotionally. Like mm-hmm. you're going through something, you have a season, and you kind of have this instinct to where like you just kind of turn off or tipped to turn off your emotions. Yeah. Because I think part of uh, and this is something that, like, like I think I struggle with in seasons. Like, there's tiring, difficult things you're going through. There's stressful things. And either way, you get to a point where you just try to, like, turn it off. Like, you just don't want to feel it type yeah. deal. Yeah. And I, I think for a lot of us, jumping right in, the danger is is me oftentimes, I would say, no, I don't do that. You know, I don't I don't numb out. You know, sometimes I know that I do, but a lot of times I don't think we we realize that that's what we're doing. And in the world of phones and streaming services and all these things, there are so many temptations and so many things kind of calling us away to uh, maybe another term is zoning out, right? We've yeah, you've yeah, heard yeah. that term, zone out, to numb, uh, you know, just to, just to sit and let the world go away. And, and I, there is there's goodness in resting and rejuvenating, but like we're talking about in an unhealthy really negative manner that we just kind of zone out and we numb out. And um, I think sometimes we're aware that we're doing it and sometimes we're not. Yeah. And and I think that's where we're kind of venturing in this. It does have a lot to do with rest. And we've talked about rest before. And I think when we get to that numbing out, zoning out, um, distracting ourselves, Mm -hmm. like what happens is you're not in a rejuvenating rest. That's right. Instead, you're just in like, I'm going to distance and it actually kind of pulls more out of you. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think, like, when we're talking about this this idea of, like, numbing out or zoning out or whatever, what we're really talking about is you get into a habit of it where a little bit starts to affect your overall engagement with life. Yeah. And so, like, let's talk about the attractiveness of it first. Because I think in my mind, when I'm trying to assess myself in this, there's been a seasons in my life where I kind of wear it like a merit badge that I'm not emotionally affected, right? Mm. Like, like, it's a pride point where I'm like... Oh, like somebody, oh, you know, like a person who is emotional. Oh, doesn't that make you so sad? No. <laughs> I'm neutral. Yeah, like, no, I don't feel things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a superhuman. Like, you know, like, I'll say it in that way, but um, I think in those moments, I'm. it might affect me, but I'm trying to have 100% control in mm. my mind. Like, I think there's this a little bit of fear of, like, if I really unleashed emotionally and, and allowed emotion to flow, that I'd... I'd just I'd just be a basket case. Yeah, so you're saying when we can't when we recognize that we can't control things, oftentimes just removing things, removing emotions, the situation, thoughts yep. and feelings, that's 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 our attempt to control in that in that moment. Yeah, it's a behavior modification, mm. right? And I think one of the warning signs I have is because when we talk about being numb and using that kind of as a control or relax or disconnect because you don't want to process what's going on. It's not a complete voiding of emotions. Like for me, what happens is 
it leaves you only a couple of emotions that normally are somewhere around anger and frustration. Mm. Like normally I was like, okay, anger and frustration are acceptable, which are also, uh, can be used as power play emotions, right? Like you're in an argument with somebody and if you can be more mad than they are and you both know that you have control in the situation, Mm -hmm. right? And we, we, we do that all the time. Me and Justin always attempt to see who's, who's the most angry. And it's Justin. He's really, I'm just kidding. I'm never angry. Yeah. You, you can tell his, his, his personality is one of rage, uh, sarcasm, (laughs) but I think part of what starts to happen when you get in the habit of numbing out, yeah. you know, is is it that it starts to it does start to negatively affect you. Like it starts to put you in a place where you're practicing repetitively training yourself to be disengaged, which is dangerous. Yeah. Do you think that you go from a place of health to a place of numbness? Like is that like Step one is health. Step two is numbness. Or is there a gradual kind of thing that gets us to to numbness? Like for me, in my experience, it's it's what happens is, is I seek the process to numb myself out, and mm. and 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 I think a lot of people can can associate with this. And so for for me, it might be that like I just and we'll say this phrase along with it: we zone out on our phones, right? right. Like that's something that. There's been books written on is like how your cell phone is affecting you yeah. and the negativeness of the fact that you could sit at home in the evening and be physically present with your family, but completely distant. Yeah. Well, and I asked the question because we had a, a podcast uh, several weeks ago about not feeling it. Um, mm. And so, I, you know, I, I don't think if I look at my life, I don't think I go from a place of feeling good and health to boom, numb. I think it, it starts a... I'm feeling good. Everything's going well. Man, I woke up today. I'm really not feeling it, you yep. know. Or I'm, or I'm, or I get to a place where I don't give myself the physical rest, like the rest that my body actually needs. Or I don't surround myself with what you said, uh, with outlets of rejuvenation. So I'm replenishing and yep. refreshing my spirit. If I don't do those things, then it's a I'm just I'm mentally worn out. I'm physically worn out. I'm spiritually worn out. I don't feel it. And you know what I'm going to do because I don't feel it? I don't want to feel anything. And I'm going to spend the next 14 hours watching Netflix, you know? And so I think that's how I get to numb. I don't think there's usually ever just lights off, lights on, kind of quick going from health to numbness, yeah. uh, at least in my life. So I was just curious if if that's how most people approach it or if there's a gradual slipping into this. I think it's. I think there's an active decision in guilt avoidance. Mm. Because here's here's like as as you were talking through that it kind of hit me because I'm 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 analyzing myself you know like you you have you have a stressful day you've um, had a great day but you're out of people energy right yeah. and so you get home at the end of the day and it's like you acknowledge like hey I've got nothing <laughs> left right? right right but then you feel bad for that and so instead of going like you know mm. what it's okay for me to rest right now instead of giving yourself permission which is hard. I mean, because I think that's one of the root places um, we move into unhealthy rest is we don't know how to give ourselves permission to rest. Mm-hmm. And that's a big struggle on my end. Like, for me, it's, it's there are seasons, and it has to be, like, extreme. Like, we have to have, like, a week-long event that's taken months to prepare where I've worked 80 hours, and yeah. then I can sit on the couch Sunday afternoon and be like, I'm going to do nothing yeah. but but rest. Yeah. But that only, like, like the way my brain yeah. works, I only have that short permission. And so I'll try to distract myself from from resting yeah. by numbing out 
because I don't want to, and I don't know how to give myself permission to rest. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes rest can be that reward at the end of, like you said, a long season, a long week, a long day. And, and that, going back to my previous question of do we kind of gradually go into numbing, that, that gradual process could take days, weeks, or it could take hours. You know, you could start out, the like you said, the beginning of the day feeling good. At the end of the day, you're, you're just numb and you're zoned out. But I also think when you have these long weeks and you go, you know what? Or it's Sunday after church, everything yeah. everything's good, but you're just zapped uh, for us pastors. You know, it's yeah. it's one of those things that you know what I'm going to go take a nap and I'm going to rest, or I'm going to just sit on the t- on the couch and watch TV and I'm going to just relax. I think what we're talking about is even a step beyond that. This this numbing is a because uh, there can even be some the resting on Sunday can start in a healthy place, right? Yeah. I just need thirty minutes, sixty minutes, just to just sit in quiet and peace and and just kind of do something that I want to do or, you know, or that, that can grow into a unhealthy place of, Hey, I need 30 minutes. No, give me uh, 90 minutes. Uh, you know, I'm gonna take the rest of the afternoon and, and you know what I mean? Like it's, I think we're, we're talking about not the, not the positive reward or the good rest. We're talking about something that's beyond that. That's, that's mentally and emotionally kind of unhealthy because this numbing out or this zoning out, like you said, distances us from, our relationships, it almost pushes people away yeah. from us. And and there's the scary version of this is like, I think I've experienced seasons where I'm relationally distant because I've made such a practice of numbing out to where I don't feel what is necessary to have depth of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I don't perceive with the other person because my brain is so zoned out, turned off because I made a practice of it. But I've also experienced people in more extreme circumstances, like if you're if you're diving into um, the things that can chemically and psychologically change you, like on the sinful side of things. So, like if you you know if you're you're self medicating, if there's um, some type of addiction that you've been driven to, if there's a substance or um, sexual sin that's there, all of those things that people dive into, like incredibly desensitize. And I'll experience like counseling with people where they're normative relational cues have been numbed out mm. by extended seasons of this stuff. And it's scary. Like it's scary because like it's sit there. It's like, Oh, we've got to start all over yeah, relearning this. And it's really, really difficult. And so, I mean, that's one of those things that's like the fear point for me is like, I don't want to get to a place where I am making such a habit of needing to turn my brain off. Kind of how we say, mm-hmm that all of a sudden I'm becoming relationally inept with the people I'm close to. Yeah. You know, as you were talking, we talked a lot about rest and how that can snowball into this. But if I'm honest with you, I think most of the times if I look back at where the moments that I've, I felt like I've numbed out or I've zoned out or just kind of gone to that place, it's not, it's not usually a lack of rest. It's a lack of, focus i've turned my eyes off of christ um mm-hmm. if, if if i'm being completely honest i've listened to another voice rather than the voice of truth and because i've got those two voices kind of quarreling inside my mind and in my heart and in my spirit i don't like you know part of me wants to negatively sulk and, and have self-pity and, and listen to this negative voice that's going hey you can't or you're you're not or whatever it may be wrestling with the voice of truth going you're who I say you are from from the Lord, you know, and and what what is truth, and so I get caught in that war and that wrestle, yeah. And so you know what, I'm not dealing with it. 
zoning out. I'm numbing out. And so, so quite honestly, if I'm not close to the Lord or if there's distance or if I'm not focused and my eyes on aren't on him, honestly, man, that's where the numbing comes in for me. It's not, it's not that I'm tired and I need to just rest and the rest turns into numbing. It's truly for me a spiritual, if I'm spiritually disengaged, yeah. Yeah. right. Then, then it's, that's where I'm numb because the world's not going to give me what I need. And I keep looking for it in the world. And so if the world's not giving me what I need and I'm not seeking the Lord, then you know what? I'm just going to sit in the middle and be numb. Yeah. And I think that's that's where, you know, Scripture talks about don't be lukewarm mm-hmm. or there is no lukewarm. Right. You're either for me or against me. Right. Well, um, I think not not to go to the, the wrath of God conversation, mm-hmm. which is another podcast we have written on the board. But anyway, <laughs> not to go there, but... To go to it at the understanding, like, really, that place doesn't exist. And when you're talking about the idea of being numb, I think that's something we feel, but I'm not 100% sure that's not just being at a state of denial of seeking God and His rest. Yeah. Well, even the word numb, right? The word numb right. means not feeling. So right. if you feel numb, that's kind of an oxymoron, right? So yeah. like, so that, that kind of, to me, proves your point. If you have this feeling of, I'm numb then you're not you're not really numb because if you were numb you wouldn't feel anything so what you're feeling is a a distancing a wrestling a distance or maybe a just misplacement of where you need to be where your heart and mind need to be focused yeah yeah absolutely and so i think you know as we're sitting here processing this like one of the questions that come to my brain is when because this is this is a rest related type thing right because this is when like like the cue for this is when you are overwhelmed or in fear of being overwhelmed by something. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's internal, emotional, what's going on uh, in your life, stressors, whatever. And so I think one of the things to understand that that is a point of tension is when you're at that exhaustion point, a lot of times we as believers will go through our litmus test of how to have a quiet time or spend time with God, and we'll go, man, I can't. I can't read a chapter of scripture right now. My brain just can't handle it. Or mm-hmm. I can't go through that prayer acronym right now. Like, I just don't know what to say. But isn't that okay? Mm-hmm. Like, is it not okay to come before God in silence and mm-hmm. just sit there and say, hey, before I step into a area of selfish rest, which is a phrase like I I use to evaluate myself all the time, is my rest replenishing or am I looking for selfish rest? Yeah. Um, you know, it's okay to just go sit in the presence of God and go, absolutely. you know, phone off. I'm not talking about like, okay, God, let's talk. And then you look at your phone. That doesn't mm-hmm. work. But, but you just sit there and just say, God, I got no idea what to say. I'm exhausted. I just want to sit with you right here for a minute. Mm-hmm. And just, just even if you leave and it was just silence, like just enjoy the presence. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is really hard. It is really hard to do. And especially like when, like for me, it's, um, you know, p- people say like we, we, we have a, have an ADD brain, which I think is all of us. Like yeah. I think in the information age where we're having different things thrown at us all the time, stressful schedules, all of our brains, when we go and we begin to sit down. And so a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just take, I'm going to read this one verse and I'm just going to repeat it in my head over mm. and over. I'm just going to repeat it in my head over and over. And I'm just going to try to stay with this and give yourself forgiveness when your brain goes back to a conversation you've had or back to something you need to do and go, Nope, I got to recenter here. And really practice instead of just running away from everything, Mm -hmm. run to the source of rest. Amen. 
you know? And I think that's, that's what gets really, really difficult. And then here's what distracts from that a lot of times. A lot of times I don't want to deal with my own sins that God's told me to deal with. Mm. Mm. Right? And that's one of the things I always say. Like, if you want to become stagnant in your faith, then don't deal with what God's telling you to do. Because every time you go to him, he's going to say the same thing. You need to deal with this. You need to deal with this. You're going to deal with this. And you know what that is? That's not moving forward. And you become very stagnant. So that's something that I have to be aware of. Like, hey, am I addressing what I've been told I need to address within myself? Which most of the time is literally just me confessing before God. It's just me like acknowledging this is something that I need to do. Obviously, it might not be actionable at that moment, and that's okay. But are you going to open yourself up before God and just lay it out there and be like, hey, this is this is the path I need to be on? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's – you mentioned getting inundated with all this information and all this stuff coming our way. And I, I think we forget about that because our phones, news, television, yeah. um, relationships, social media, we're around that all the time. And it's just constant information overload. It's just, you know, whether that's just a conversation with a friend or the latest news headline, there, in seconds at your fingertips, you can literally pull up anything that you want about anything because we have phones, small computers in our pockets. And so for me, I think you said turning that noise off, turning those, putting your phone away, which is hard for me to do. If I'm going to be honest, like I get the report on Sundays around 9.30 in the morning that gives you like the weekly update. And <laughs> I love that they have that on Sunday, by the way. Yeah. I love that it's like you're getting ready to start service and then you get this notification of how distracted you exactly. are. Exactly. Right? A lot of our team teammates on the worship team, we're, we're standing in the green room ready to go out on stage waiting for the countdown and we all go boop, boop and we all look down and we, we ask, hey, are you is your percentage down or up this week? You know, <laughs> And we kind of make a game out of it. But Honestly, there have been some weeks that it's it's appalling the amount of time I spend on my phone. Right. On on average uh, each day. And so you know, going back, I love what you said about it's okay for us just to rest in his presence and rest in him. And I think a lot of times if we feel exhausted in that kind of numbing, overwhelmed way, it's because we're carrying too much. Yeah. You know, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. He's not the one giving us the 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 unrest in the, in that sense and that kind of burden. He tells us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. But I think, you know, we all know those people that in our lives that they take on way too much or they're carrying way too much. Maybe that's me. Maybe that's you, you know. <clears throat> and I think in those moments, we have to be able to step back and go, take an evaluation. What do I need to prune out of my life or cut down? I need to, instead of spending six hours on my phone a day, I just need to spend 45 minutes on my phone a day, you know. And or maybe... Hey, for the next few days, other than, excuse me, like phone calls that I have to make to family, I'm putting my phone up. I'm turning the phone off or at seven o'clock at night, I'm going to power it down, charge it, you know, put it in another room or whatever. We have to make those, those efforts to kind of gain control again. So we're not. You know what I mean? Like we got to remove those things that that numb us. Yeah, basically, absolutely. we have to we have to take charge of that. And, it, and it's a hard discipline because I mean, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this game with your phone since we're centering on on, on this a little bit, which isn't isn't bad because I do think um, that's a conversation we all need to have. Yeah, you know, like we all need to assess like what is this device? What role does it play in my life? You know, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, centering on that, have you ever done the equation where you take your screen time, you average out the day? multiply by year and then multiply by like what the average age is 72 and you figure out it's scary Mm -hmm. 
It is I don't absolutely do scary. Actually, I'm gonna do it right now. Let's 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 play a little game here. <clears throat> right. I don't want to. So I'm gonna take. Um, let's say these are all hypothetical numbers. These, these are aren't. These aren't. This is. These are all stats. incredibly fun and hypothetical. So let's just say you spend. I'm gonna go low. Okay, an hour a day. On your phone. Okay. Okay. Justin, when, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not yeah. gonna do that. All right, and then let's do average lifespan and divide by. Four. Oh my goodness, you're literally—that's three years of your life, just on your phone. Just on your phone in an hour a day. Just an hour, folks. Sixty minutes. Wow. We didn't turn. Well, welcome to phone guilt. Yeah. No. <laughs> but like, there is some understanding. Um, and this is this is conversations like 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 me and my wife have had is is the role that the phone plays because there are a lot of good things it can do, but there's also seasons where and this is a warning sign for me when repetitively in a week I pick up my phone to do something and end up somewhere else. Mm, yeah. It is time to start deleting apps. Or when your phone right? like makes suggestions for you, like hey, shouldn't you be you know oh. checking this app or sending this email and yeah, wow. You know. Anyway, but back to our little bit of a topic here. We want to make sure that as we're assessing the way we're walking and how we're living and and the role that things play in our lives, we want to make sure that what we're doing is turning to God for our rest instead of just trying to run away, which is what being numb is. Yeah. It or, is. or maybe, like you said, there's something that we need to deal with. Yeah, like absolutely. Numbing is, is we're not dealing with it. So whatever that is, maybe it's a sin, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's... Just something between you and the Lord, whatever it may be, don't don't avoid that because that numbing is not the fix for that or the antidote for that. It's actually going to make it worse. The yep. more you numb out, the more you don't address these things, the worse it's going to become. Absolutely. Well, we thank you for listening. We hope this was helpful, and we will see you next week.